All right, on the line, we've got Dr. Tepiso Matenji, um, an educational psychologist. Good morning, doctor. Good morning, family. How are you, Putsomiz, and everybody there? We agree. Oh, doctor calls me Putsomiz. <laughs> 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 All right, doctor, tell us, uh, let's talk about generational prejudice, right? Where mm. you, you're, you're raised to believe certain cultures, certain races, certain religions and beliefs um, and, and people who practice them are evil or are dirty or wrong, etc. The impact of these when you are an adult? The impact is that when you are being socialized into those beliefs um, you, and you are not also taught to question, the, you learn not to be critical about what they say, not to question it, not even to look for exceptions to what they say. So you internalize them. Mm. But what happens is that as you grow up as an adult, in fact, not even when you are still a child, and you are engaging with people who confirm those beliefs, you end up thinking that those representations, those social meanings, those social characterizations, and now you have to engage with people and you have to make decisions that have far-reaching consequences on your life and other people. Suddenly those schemes, those schemas that you had about people do not work and then it creates conflict. Mm. But worse, because you were not brought up to learn how to deal with questioning some of your own perceptions. You mm. end up wanting to force other people to believe in your own conceptions. And then you don't even critically look at yourself. There's no critical introspection. And then you don't even learn to develop the coping skills to deal with things who have differing opinions to yourself. Mm-hmm. Alright, Doctor, we're going to ask you to hang in there with us. Uh, it's time for the news and we'll continue with this topic after the news. Absolutely. Thank you. The news the sour flags fly at half mast as Matigizela Mandela is laid to is uh, remembered and a female suspect dead in YouTube shooting. In your sporting headlines, Tiger Woods has been paired with Tommy Fleetwood at the Masters and Pakistan complete a T20 whitewash over a hapless Wendy's details at 7:30. Flags all across the country and at all South African missions abroad are flying at half-mast until the evening of anti-apartheid struggle icon Winnie Madigizela Mandela's funeral. Twelve days of national mourning have been declared. President Cyril Ramaphosa says his special official funeral will take place at the Lando Stadium in Soweto on Saturday, the 14th of April. Presidential spokesperson Kusela Diko. President Ramaphosa has made it very clear that Umama Winnie Matigizela Mandela must be afforded the highest honor that we can afford a citizen in this country. Well, remember, she is a recipient of the Order of Lutuli for her sterling contribution to our struggle for liberation, but also during our democratic dispensation. The ANC will today unveil a 10-day plan of activities to honor Madigizela Mandela. Party Secretary General Ace Mahashule will lead a delegation of ministers and NEC members to finalize the plan with the family in Soweto. ANC spokesperson Bulemabe. These activities are going to happen countrywide. For instance, there are events and various other interventions that we're going to launch throughout provinces. One of the highlights of what we're going to be launching, which is going to be symbolically launched by the Secretary General here, is going to be our own uh, condolence book. Former real estate agent Vicky Momberg is expected to appear in the Randberg Magistrates Court north of Johannesburg today to apply for leave to appeal. Last week, Momberg was sentenced to three years in prison with one year suspended for her racist tirade in 2016. Sasha Naidu reports. 
After spending a week behind bars, Vicky Momberg is expected to return to the dock this morning to apply for leave to appeal her conviction and sentence. In November last year, Momberg was heard complaining about the caliber of blacks in a video clip that went viral. She also used the K-word 48 times in the video. Property mogul Pam Golding has died at her home in Constantia in Cape Town at the age of 90. She is the founder and life president of the Pam Golding Property Group. Mlamli Maneli reports. Golding is revered for having turned a hobby into a lifelong passion, distinguishing herself in the property business. She launched the Pam Golding Property Group in 1976. When the industry was still regarded as a male domain, she soon became an international player, opening offices internationally. The cause of her death is not clear at the moment. And police in California say the suspected attacker in a shooting at the YouTube headquarters outside San Francisco in the U.S. is dead. The woman died in what appeared to be self-inflicted wounds with a handgun. Three other people are being treated in hospital. The BBC's Peter Bowes. The woman opened fire with a handgun as employees at YouTube were having lunch on an outdoor patio. She continued shooting inside the building and, according to local media, was targeting her boyfriend over a domestic dispute. More than a 1,000 people work at the YouTube complex in San Bruno to the south of San Francisco. Pretoria is 17 and 25 today, Johannesburg 15 and 25, Ferienaging 14 and 24, Mbombela is 18 and 26, Bulugwane 15 and 26, Mahikeng 16 and 26, Bloemfontein 18 and 25, Kimberley's 18 and 26, Cape Town 18 and 25, Port Elizabeth 19 and 25, East London is 20 and 26, Durban 21 and 29, Richards Bay 22 and 30, and Peter Maritzburg is 18, reaching a high of 27 degrees today. A recap of the top story this hour. All flags across the country and at all South African missions abroad are flying at half-mast until the evening of anti-apartheid struggle icon Winnie Madigizela Mandela's funeral. Metro FM is where you're at 11 minutes after 7 o'clock. That is Kid X featuring Chiana Sky. The name of the song is Andy. I wonder why, but it's a beautiful song and I think it exposed uh, Chiano's vocal zakazanga to another level because a lot of people did not know that Chiano has been singing for forever. All right, back to the topic, and uh, we still have Dr. Sepiso Matenji. Matenji. Matenji on the line. Doctor, please explain your name for two seconds, too. Matenji. Matenji. I am Professor Dr. Matenji. Doctor. How are you, sir? I'm finding you, my love. How do you pronounce your surname? You um process it perfectly. Gimu pe kispedi. Uh in some work spade, keep that effort there you don't let the prejudice and the limitation of what you've been exposed in your cultural group limit your ability wow. to other names from other cultures. Well put. So please say Something it again. Many people understand. <laughs> <laughs> All right, doctor, thank you so much for, ex- for, for explaining. Now, um, my question is, how best do we detach uh, or can we detach? Because it, it's not like your family is no longer there, so they could still be like punishing you or, or pushing you or, or forcing you to... To, to to live a certain way that they have taught you when you were still a kid and when you now work with 
certain people, you work with the sad people, you work um, or you're in a relationship uh, with someone like that. Uh, how, how do you manage? Where does the detachment begin? Okay, let's acknowledge the fact that there is something wrong with having prejudice. There's something wrong with having bias. It harms you as well, it is, as, as well as harms other people that you're engaging with. Now, if you start from that perspective, when you're realizing that your family is part of what is maintaining that conformity and you conforming to it is self-harming as well as harming other people, you have a responsibility then to realize that you need to change it. There mm. is something wrong with the way things are and you need to commit to doing things differently. I read some of the SMSs, people saying, I hate baby people, I hate Shangan people. Mm. And when you do not see something wrong with that, then there's a problem. Mm. Us having a conversation about how to detach is not even relevant because you think that's healthy for you. That is self-harming behavior. Mm. Secondly, once you realize that it is self-harming, you need to be able to recognize how your behaviors end up causing the harm. You need mm. to take responsibility for your actions. It might be the fact that the yeah. fact that you don't make the effort to pronounce somebody's surname mm. correctly. Mm. You think it's okay to say chepo instead of tepo. Mm. You think it is okay to have a conversation with somebody with your back turned against them. You don't greet people in the morning. Yeah. So there are certain nuances. We call them microaggressions. Mm. That you are actually communicating and engaging in a way that snubs, that jabs, that disadvantages, um, that disadvantages that we can all talk about the negative things mm. that are harmful to other people. And somehow you seem to think they elevate your position, they make you feel you are important. Yeah. And actually it's a reflection of your own inferiority complex. Mm. It's a reflection of your own insular thinking. And now you think it's normal and you are assuming that everybody shares that perspective. You yeah. are not growing. There's mm. something wrong with you. Yeah, Doc, what are some of the potentially etern- eternal scars on children, especially they they become adults from uh, generational prejudices. How does it affect their life, their lifestyle, their family planning going forward? Because sometimes we take things on without questioning them, simply because ukoko ute, you know. Mm. Yes. Even in the media, yes. there's always reported this, or it's always been known that uh, this religion is controversial. So the people who practice it should never be in my circle. What happens if your boss is that? Do you quit? Yeah. You, you, no, no, you don't. You know, Professor Janssen writes in his book, Knowledge in the Blood, about what you're explaining, that we seem to, to, to transmit these things across, uh, prejudice across generations. And when we do not encourage critical introspection as well as social intelligence, then we do not, we do not develop the emotional intelligence to learn how to deal with things that are different. Mm. And let me put it this way. So for you to be able to break away from your family, you need ego strength. You need to believe in your own ability stand on your own two feet. Mm. That even when your mom says, or don't ever marry mm. you are actually able to say, Mom, I love you, but mm. my love is strong enough to disagree with you. There's room for us to love and accept each other, even though I don't agree with your ideology. So you separate what a person is saying, their beliefs and their actions from who they are. Because when you have emotional intelligence, you realize that you can attack or you can engage with a person's ideas without hating that person. Mm. You can separate their actions without them. So when you have ego strength, you also realize, I am okay, even if I don't share the beliefs, the same beliefs with you. So from when you have ego strength, you are able to be assertive, you're able to be critically introspective, and then to embark on on actions that are consistent with your beliefs, even if those make you unpopular. 
Now, Tsepiso, when it comes to breaking this generational prejudice, we just got a tweet yeah. from Zama who says, I have a seven-year-old daughter and she's asking me, what is this K-word that everyone is talking about? Personally, mm-hmm. I would see that as a learning moment. But how do we Absolutely. navigate these learning moments with young ones without instilling our own prejudices onto them as well? So the, the, the prejudice comes in where you do not in, encourage uh, my young one, my seven-year-old, as Zama, to say, um, why did you come up with that? So let's have a, com- a conversation about where you have that word. And let me, at your level at seven years, give you a background of how that word came up and how mm. harmful it is. So I move the conversation from just the word to the emotional attachment about it and also realizing that when somebody says it, if you were saying it to another black person, it might be funny. But if a white person or another brown person or another colored person says it to you, you might find it as harmful. But as you are conversing with the child, be mindful. Your body language, the language that you use, the tone, when we are, it will permeate everything else that you are seeing. Yeah. And then you end up painting and traumatizing and contaminating the child. Mm. So first start with yourself. You can have this conversation with a seven-year-old when you haven't had it with yourself and you haven't dealt with your own baggage about it. Mm. Wow. Doctor, unfortunately, we've run out of time. Thank you so much for your time and your wisdom. And Thank uh, you, Sam Gaga. We wish you a beautiful Wednesday.